Joshua chapter 12 verse 1. Now these are the kings of the land whom the children of Israel smote and possessed their land beyond the Jordan toward the sun rising from the valley of Arnon unto Mount Hermon and all the Arabah eastward. This is a huge area of land that they're talking about Moses conquering. Mount Hermon is on the north side of Israel and it's northeast of the Sea of Galilee, which is north of the Dead Sea. The Arnon is a river going east from the Dead Sea. That's a big distance there. Both of those are kind of eastern toward the coast. The Arnon would be a lot further south than Mount Hermon. And the Araba is the Jordan Valley, which is south of the Dead Sea going in a south direction. This is a big north-south space of land, but it isn't talking about the coast. 2. Sihon, king of the Amorites who dwelt in Heshbon and ruled from Aror, which is on the edge of the valley of Arnon, in the middle of the valley, and half Gilead, even unto the river Jabuk, the border of the children of Ammon. Ammon, those are giants. So they fought in that area too. And the Jabuk River is going east from the Jordan in between the Sea of Galilee and the Dead Sea. This is all kind of the whole eastern half of Israel that Moses took over going from north to south. 3. And the Arabah unto the Sea of Chinneroth eastward, and unto the Sea of the Arabah, even the Salt Sea, which we call the Dead Sea, eastward the way to Beth Jeshemoth, and on the south under the slopes of Pisgah. 4. And the border of Og, king of Bashan, of the remnant of the Rephaim, and the Rephaim are giants, who dwelt at Ashtaroth and at Adriel. And Ashtaroth is a sex god, and the pagans sacrificed their children to Ashtaroth and committed perverse sexual acts for Ashtaroth. 5. And ruled in Mount Hermon and in Selkah and in Albashan unto the border of the Jeshurites and the Machathites and half Gilead even unto the border of Sihon king of Heshbon. Ashtaroth is east of the Sea of Galilee which is north of the Dead Sea and Heshbon is east of the Dead Sea. 6. Moses the servant of the Lord and the children of Israel smote them, and Moses the servant of the Lord gave it for a possession unto the Reubenites and the Gadites and the half-tribe of Manasseh. This whole area, that was the area that the three tribes, the Manassites, the Reubenites, and the Gadites took. Now I had thought that they took land that was further southwest of Israel, so I guess I thought wrong. 7. And these are the kings of the land whom Joshua and the children of Israel smote beyond the Jordan westward from Baal Gad in the valley of Lebanon, even unto the bare mountain that goeth up to Seir. And Joshua gave it unto the tribes of Israel for a possession according to their divisions. In the first six verses, we read the land that Moses conquered in his battles, which was the eastern side. And now we're going to learn what parts of the western side Joshua conquered. 7. And these are the kings of the land whom Joshua and the children of Israel smote beyond the Jordan westward, from Baal Gad in the valley of Lebanon, even unto the bare mountain that goeth up to Seir. And Joshua gave it unto the tribes of Israel for a possession according to their divisions. The other nine tribes are going to get the western land because the remaining three tribes took the eastern land. 8. In the hill country, and in the lowland, and in the Arabah, and in the slopes, and in the wilderness, and in the south, the Hittite, the Amorite, and the Canaanite, the Perizzite, the Hivite, and the Jebusite. In these areas is where the other nine tribes are going to live. 
Now it's going to list all the actual kings that were conquered in the lowland, the hill country, the Araba, the slopes, and the wilderness that Joshua conquered. 9. The king of Jericho, 1. The king of Ai, which is beside Bethel, 1. 10. The king of Jerusalem, 1. The king of Hebron, 1. 11. The king of Jarmuth, 1. The king of Lachish, 1. And something interesting about all this is that Jerusalem had its name long before the Israelites moved in. Jerusalem is actually kind of like an adopted Hebrew name because the Canaanites actually named it. 12. The king of Eglon, 1. The king of Gezer, 1. 13. The king of Deber, 1. The king of Geder, 1. 14. The king of Horma, 1. The king of Arad, 1. 15. The king of Libna, 1. The king of Adullam, 1. 16. The king of Makeda, 1. The king of Bethel, 1. 17. The king of Tapua, 1. The king of Hefer, 1. 18. The king of Aphek, 1. The king of Sharon, 1. 19. The king of Madon, 1. The king of Hazor, 1. 20. The king of Shimron, Miron, 1. The king of Atshaph, 1. 21. The king of Tanak, 1. The king of Megiddo, 1. 22. The king of Kadesh, 1. The king of Jokneam, in Carmel, 1. 23. The king of Dor, in the region of Dor, 1. The king of Goyim, in the Gilgal, 1. Goyim is spelled a little different here in this Bible verse, but later on it just becomes a general word for anybody who is a Gentile. Like today, that could be a slang word for any Gentile. For some reason, that that word got adopted as just Gentiles in general, even though originally it was just one area. 24. The king of Tirzah won all the kings 30 and 1. So he conquered 31 kings and took all of their territories. So in the next chapters, we're going to learn how the land was divided between those nine tribes, which were not the Reubenites, the Gadites, and the Manassites. Basically, these town names like Sharon, Bethel, Bethlehem, Hebron, all those names were already named that way before the Israelites got there. So it is kind of interesting to note that. The name Jerusalem seems to have always been Salem, and then it turned into Jerusalem way back in Abraham's time. The name Bethel was actually named by Jacob when he came there and met the Lord there. He called it Bethel. So when Abraham first came to Canaan, he named some places, and then Jacob named some places before he left and went to Egypt. And so the Israelites have had a big effect on Canaan, even though it was the land of pagans long ago, which shows that they had history there even before they conquered that whole area. They conquered it thousands of years ago, but they had influence there even hundreds of years before they conquered it. So for anybody to claim that the Israelites don't belong in Israel is just so ridiculous because they've been in that country and they have historical precedents in that country longer than anyone else has ever been in their countries. That concludes Joshua chapter 12.